everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 64. This is the third week, right, of my victory lap. Because I won the fucking competition. The only competition that's ever mattered. Cup, you won the cup. Yeah, the gold. You won a fucking Academy Award. <laughs> gold cup, green cup. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I'm on a victory lap, dog, and yeah, you got down. one more, one more lap. I got two more. Two more. <laughs> yeah, there's a bonus features. <laughs> We're going to do a hard to get episode. Yeah, bonus features. Yeah, that'd be all right. That'd be DVD cool, content like. We should do a commentary about us doing a commentary about a podcast. Boom. Check it out. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. Mm. This week we watched Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like the theme song. Yeah. And for, right. the Ill, and for the ill-informed man, one of the best damn movies you'll ever watch. Yeah. yeah. Bar yeah. none. If you haven't seen it, Get your motherfucking life like, together. Yeah. I feel like this, like this isn't like I know we do a lot of episodes where we're we try to be informative, but I mean, come on, this is this is one of those films where it's where it's a situation plays out where you're going, you haven't seen this movie. Yeah, I mean, this is probably the, the Tarantino movie that I've watched most, just because it's well, I mean, been out it, so long. Yeah, and it's the it's to me it's definitive, you know. Like yeah. if you, you never direct, get tired of it. If no. you had, oh, absolutely. Didn't I don't get care how many times you've seen this dead. movie. Hey, every time I watch it, I feel like I fucking find something new. Yeah, right. Same. Yeah, same here. And I've seen it like a fucking a lot of times, you know. If you had to yeah, guess, the it's movie. it's funny because that what you said, Adam, like that 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 happened this go around. Like it was something I, I was going to find point something, out later. man. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Griff. No, you're good. If if y'all if you guys had to guesstimate, how many times do you think you've watched this movie? No, maybe twenty. Oh yeah, man, something At like least. that a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always been a go-to. Yeah. Whenever, whenever, when there's nothing to do and there's really nothing to watch and you're not up for, you know, I don't know. It's just it's one of it's definitely one of those shelf sitters that you can go to on a rainy day. Yeah, it doesn't have any dust on. You know what I mean? Nah, and you no, tell I'm people, never. it's like, they're like, I've never seen it. And you're like, what? Yeah, well, come here. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, like a lot of films that have its replay value, you you know what's coming. But just like Adam said, picking up something new every time. Every time, man. Well, it just doesn't get old. Not only that, but I think it's that whole nonlinear storytelling. It's full of Easter yes. eggs. Well, it, it takes you, it, it takes it in so many different directions. I mean, basically, it's a, com- a compilation of short stories, if you get down to it, right? They have a, a running narrative through it yeah. somewhat. Yeah. So it's like it, it it bounces around back and forth so much where you don't get tired of the character. But you also, uh, I don't know, you get more interested. Like they develop the way that he he wrote it and directed it, it it's a different way of character development. Like it's weird because, because when you think about like just the story in general, you have, you know, act one, act two, act three, you have a three act structure. Well, this, whenever you're introducing this character and then it's cutting to 
you know, their finale and then cutting back to them, you see this complete character art take place in a different and it's it is so that much more interesting to me because you're like you you see all these characters you see how their lives play out at least over the course of like what two days day or two you know yeah it's it's just like it's 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 genius it's i don't even understand how he came up with this you know what i mean i don't understand it's some next level um how old were you guys when you watched this the first time? I might have you beat. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned. Uh, I would have to say it was like 1997. So what, what, what well, age? Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> Do some fucking quick, quick maths. maths. <laughs> I mean, well, for me, like a lot of, I had a lot of really good nineties movies. I, I, I didn't really get to them until I was a little older. So it was probably I was around thirteen, fourteen when I About watched 10 Pulp years Fiction. Old. I think I was eight. I didn't know what a gimp was. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, until I was about up until around ten years old, I didn't really give a shit about even movies. At, even at that age, you don't process I mean, this movie. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, there were, you know, I mean, other than like kid movies, cartoons, stuff, you know, I mean, stuff that. Quick watch, go back to playing. You know what I mean? Watch, Stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, I was really young. This is one of those movies that, like, I won't, This I still live with my mom at this time. I went to my dad's house for the weekend, and my brothers didn't go. And he's like, you want to watch something crazy? I'm like, sure. He's like, you can't tell anybody ever that I let oh, you shit. watch this. Yeah, that like, I let you watch. Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah, and like that. Whenever you watch something like just it from changes a, your fucking world, man. It does. Like from just from a storyteller's perspective, it changes everything you thought you knew. Well, it's like it you, now you're like, I don't know what that was, but I like I like <laughs> Yeah. I want more. Yeah. You know, and, and that carries you down that rabbit hole. You know, like mm-hmm. after that, then it's like, what else has this guy done? And 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 my dad's like, Well, he made this movie about like a bank heist. But it doesn't show the highest. And you're like, and we like, need to well, get that. And he's like, already yeah. got it. Yeah, I'm like, what oh, do you yeah. mean? What do you mean it doesn't show the highest? It's like, it's just the stuff that happens before and after it. And I'm like, well, how is that good? And he's like, oh, it's good. You know what I mean? Like, throw it in. Let's, let's fucking hit this. And then when you try to explain Jackie Brown to somebody, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck was that movie about? You know what if I mean? If you read the synopsis, you'll be confused. You're like, huh? Yeah. I, I always recommend Jackie Brown last because, like, in order to like that movie for me, you have to you have to be so invested in, in the whole, all of what, uh, you have to see all the other things that Tarantino does. And I know that sounds weird because I know there's probably some that more ardent sense. fans there's some more ardent fans that probably would argue that, but you know, cause Jackie Brown is just, I don't know. It was, it was the toughest of them to sit through for me. Oh, was I guess a half star too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. No, I mean, it, it, it's once it gets to the high going down, then it, it's like, it just turns into a different movie. You didn't yeah. like fucking Robert De Niro hanging out with fucking Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I liked it, but when you it was just got to kill every motherfucker in the room, set no substitute. 
Um, well, I don't know that. And that movie kind of threw some, uh, some stuff that I'd never seen. That's like that. Jackie Brown was like vantage point before vantage point <laughs> ever existed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it shows this shit happen and it shows it from every character's point of view. And that's yeah. something. Oh yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. And that's something that I'd never even thought about. You know, it's like, here's the central thing going on. Let's like, see. What? Yeah. And they interact with one another and it's flawless and seamless. You know, Look, man, if you fancy yourself a fucking movie collector, and you don't have Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs in your collection. You ain't shit. Yeah, you, know what I'm you ain't yeah. shit, man. Fuck your collection. It don't mean nothing. <laughs> I've got uh, the complete collection of uh, Salvador Dali's works. Get the fuck out of here, man. Where's fucking Where's Pulp Fiction at? You know. No. What about those people that's like I have the full fucking Woody Allen collection? Well, I mean- Leave fuck me alone. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, this this movie is Hate this movie is, is so popular that it's it's like it's it's part of a, of pop culture. Yeah, I mean the the Vincent and Jules Everything, pose man. is is on is everywhere. You buy bumper stickers with it. Speech, it's though. yeah, it's re- it's referenced in so many other films. They all poke or you know nod towards whenever, it, and it's just whenever this movie came out, there was a spike in Bible sales. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Took Was there? Took a minute, right? I mean, even even to go so far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe references this movie. Yeah, I mean, timeless man. This is gonna be th- um, Citizen Kane. That this is my Citizen Kane <laughs> for sure. Yeah, this is just it's just it's just a really great movie and well, definitely you know, one of my favorites. Like, there's always that movie, you know, you, Kevin Smith talks about Slacker. Yeah. Like, when you see Pulp Fiction, you're like, I want more of that. Like, yeah. Like, a lot more. Yeah. I want every movie to be this good. Unfortunately, yeah. that's the case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good luck with that. I mean, what about this fucking all star cast? You know what I mean? Sam yeah, Jackson. Right. Sam Jackson is the coolest. Dude on the planet, on, motherfucker on the planet. He is the, my he bad is, motherfucker. He is the epitome of of badass. You know what I mean? I want he him goes, to be my dad. Yeah, <laughs> he'll beat the fuck out of you, but he'll still love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does your dad look like a bitch? Yeah. What? <laughs> he says, "Stay right there, flock of seagulls." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what about, you know, the way it starts with Tim Roth and... Oh, yeah. The diner scene? What's, what a great yeah, scene. Yeah. Just a way to start the movie off, you know. Whenever they finally decide, all right, we're going to rob the... You know, whenever whenever Tim Roth gives the whole speech about the, the logic of robbing a diner over a bank. Yeah. And then they just, they just go with it. And then and they, they just flip bunny. the hell out. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, honey bunny. Yeah. Yeah. I love whenever that whenever it gets that still that still frame and it's like she's like, if one of you motherfuckers move, I will kill every last motherfucker. <laughs> like fucking going crazy. Like that needs to be and on an album. Can, and can then cue miserably, you know? Can we answer the fucking age old question though? Huh? Is Marcellus Wallace the devil? No, nah, man. 
What's in the box? Oh yeah. Um It's his soul, right? Um I'm pretty sure, man. I mean it lines a up hole with on the, the back theory. of his neck. Well the the theory on the internet is that the suitcase combination, which it shows in the film, it is six six six. When they open it, you know, they it's just glow. At one point at one point they 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 say it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, which had me leading to a theory about that very first scene, the execution scene when they get it and everything. And they talk about the trouble they went through to get it back or whatever. Um, and especially the way that Sam Jackson, when he's giving his speech, when he's talking about when, when he starts giving the Ezekiel twenty five seventeen speech and he's walking towards, you know, certain characters and he says, you know, the, the, the shepherd of lost children, and he walks up to Marvin, who's a, who's a, dude from uh mad tv yeah Yeah. he does a lot of comedy and shit with his character and it made me think because if we're running with the theory that that's his soul then those have to be some sort of middleman demon rogue you know what i mean minions yeah and with the divine intervention it's like vincent and jules were not really angels because they obviously didn't know they were because jules has his epiphany that they revisit at the end but uh, it's almost, you know, it, it kind of, when you look at it that way, it makes that scene even kind of like not creepy, but just weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm, I mean, do you think it's so? Well, I don't know. Also, and, and, I, and, 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 and I mean, I got this from just jumping down YouTube rabbit holes about it because I, I got on a, uh, I got on to thinking about that for a while too and went and went looking on it. And like some sort of religion out there apparently believes that the the way to get your soul is through the back of the brain or the head or whatever. Yeah, at the bottom yeah. of the neck, and, right? Yeah, and so got a band-aid, the band-aid on the back. Yeah. yeah, like he's made the deal with the devil, and it's just so, I don't know something of that that, that he, effect. He made a deal with the devil to get rich, and now he's trying to get his soul back. Right? He seems like yeah. a soulless motherfucker. Like, but it had to be. But yeah, it had to be something where. If we're going to go religious and uh, spiritual on it, God had to be on his side because he obviously protected Jules and Vincent from getting shot. Yeah. So where does uh, Butch line up into this? Is he Judas? Is this a fucking Jesus story? <laughs> is, is is Butch the Judas of the whole the whole thing? He just doesn't kill himself. <clears throat> I mean, because I mean, that's the only—that's really the only thing. Well, or or what if he's uh, Saint Thomas? You were here the Gimp Crow three times. <laughs> like, well, like, well, you know, the whole concept is that his moral is to not be a doubting Thomas because he doubted Jesus, and at first he makes—I don't know—it's just weird. Like he, I don't think there's a connection with it, but surely there's. The moral with him is, you know, you can, I guess, change. You can, I don't know. It's just a, that's such a weird plot because it culminates with him saving Wallace's life. And they're just, they're even. He's just got to shut the fuck up and leave town. Yeah. LA privileges are low. I mean, and he got rich off of it. You know what I mean? Um, 
I don't. That, that's the only thing with that theory that that's always kind of been because the Mia story is like you know, temptation. Yeah, that's that's what that all is, and that that's temptation in every fucking sense of the word. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because the whole yeah the whole scenario that that Vincent gets put in was definitely you could take that from it by all means. I mean, do, do you think he would have banged? Like, you know, she would bang him. I think they were going to bang if she didn't know D. You think? Because so? I mean, right? Because the because the tension was real. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that OD scene. It Damn, makes me. Dude. Oh man! No, when they go to when they're at uh, Jack the Rabbit cool Slims house, yeah. When they're at Jack Rabbit Slims, and because I completely forgot about this scene, and I laughed my ass off when I saw it. When she goes to powder her nose and she lays up, she goes. <laughs> I said, God damn. <laughs> what a rush. Dude, that was that was love, fucking hilarious. I love that song. It was a teenage wedding and an old folk wear some well. Chuck um, Berry. Yeah, that fucking... Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> that whole scene was crazy. I want, I want to go to that. Is Jackrabbit yeah. Slim's real? No. It's not? No, it's on the special features. Damn it. Wouldn't we it be cool if it was? It needs to be. Yeah, it does. We There's know. a place here in Atlanta that's Tarantino themed, right? Really? Right. Is there? I think so. Well, if you, well, uh, what I, it it might be Reservoir Dogs, but I think isn't this the movie that starts the recurrence of uh, Red Apple Tobacco? Yeah. I don't remember them being in uh, Reservoir Dogs, were they? Uh, maybe I when they were sitting sure. at the table, they had some red app on the table. Because uh, they even managed to pull it in in uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Dude pulls out a red apple Bob the Mexican pouch. rolled up a nice red apple cigarette. Yeah. Well, they contemplated if it was murder. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, um, there's a place in Atlanta, oh. I think, that's like Tarantino-themed. So, uh, so, yeah, this is actually a good place to bring up what I... What I noticed this this watching or this viewing, whatever you got a man theory. Well, when they're in the, uh, which y'all y'all might have caught this before before I did, and actually when I googled it after realizing it, apparently it's common knowledge. But uh, when they're uh, when they're in the diner scene like that, and they're just talking back and forth, getting to know one another, and she finally breaks down and explains the pilot of the show she was on. Well, Fox Force Five, she 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 starts to rattle off the traits of each character, and it's not right on the money. Charlie's but Angels. all the char- all the characters eerily represent characters that would go on to be the Death Squad and kill Bill. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it does. I mean, it's not to a T, like I said, but it, each one, it, they, she kind of names them off, kind of in a way that they they did, you know. Yeah. So, do you uh-huh. think that? Kill Bill is just a, just that story. Like well, this. kill well, Kill Bill was, and you'll see it in the title credits too that it was based on an idea by Q and U. Yeah, and it was something that apparently Uma Thurman and Quentin Tarantino had tossed around for years, and then they finally made it into a film. So I wonder if, like, maybe its inception kind of was already, you know, brewing when they did that when they did Pulp Fiction. Well, maybe it was something that he pitched to her and he was, 
and she maybe was like, Hey, why don't you change the script to, you know, this pitch and just kind of, you know, instead of fucking right. around with samurai swords, samurai swords. <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, this is, I love, I love John Travolta in this movie. Yeah. This re this rebooted his career. This in movie. A, in a big way. He, he was like going broke. Yeah. It's crazy how like Tarantino can be like, I want this guy. Nobody else. This guy is the guy. And fucking the wine season. Oh, like, Harvey was like, I didn't even have such a good idea. It's like, I don't think you're trying to fuck chicks. Is a bring good in bread. Yeah, no. Um, and he just fucking, he writes it for them and gets this incredible performance out of No him. one you know could I mean? play the role. No, nobody. That's it. And, I mean, nobody could play the butch role except for Bruce Willis, you know? And definitely not Sam Jackson. I mean, I mean that God was... Damn. Well, it's just... <laughs> It's just sad that, like, maybe in the next 30, 40 years, there's probably going to be a Pulp Fiction reboot. Ooh. I don't think it'll ever happen. Not as long as I don't he's want alive. To. I hope, I mean, I hope it goes the route of Back to the Future and it's untouched. I'd rather see Back to the Future remade than Pulp Fiction. No, nah, man. No, nah, think about I it. I, I wouldn't want to see either, really. But you got to pick one. Pick one. If I had to see a reboot? Yeah. Of course it'd be Back to the Future. Yeah. I mean, who who wouldn't want to see the DeLorean in going happen now? Updated, you know. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to because it's going to be accompanied by a shit story. Probably, we've argued uh, about but, this in like twenty different podcasts. <laughs> there will be one before we die. There's going to be another Back to the Future. We're going to review it. I know, and I'm going to go consume it and fucking. You might love it. Take whatever it is. Yeah, and that what if that they sucks. Let- who would they let direct it though that you'd be like, all right. JJ. I don't know, man. Nah. I'm kind of getting burned out on him. Uh just a little bit. What if, if they let if they let him have as much time as he needed to make it and do it right, I think problem. Ron Howard could pull it off. Ooh. Oh. I don't think he would fuck it up. Hmm. I let's think Travis fucking, just sold the ticket. Let's give it to Opie. <laughs> I th- I would actually say like if they're gonna do it, they need to do it while they're still alive, and wor- weave that into the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way, in my opinion, it's to gonna do. happen, man. Because like, how old is fucking Christopher Lloyd? Fucking you know what I mean? Crip status, man. <laughs> but, like, but here's the thing: I would I would want it to be someone like Ron Howard that would that would put more into it than just shitting it out on paper and throwing it on screen. Didn't he do um, Dark Tower? Nope. (laughs) He was attached to it, but then he left the project. Because they didn't give him enough time. Because if Ron Howard had been attached, which he's attached, I believe, to the TV show. What's the greatest Ron Howard movie? All right, hold on. Oh, Apollo 11, dude, or Apollo 13. He did Apollo 13? Yeah. That's a good fucking movie, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it right here, dude. If you watch Apollo 13, you'll want to be an astronaut. Uh, oh man, Apollo 13 on. was good. 
Dude, when that when 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 they do the rocket launch, man. Oh man, moi, you know, like that's me giving the Italian so moi. Fucking yeah, dude. You said it's see, a delicioso. To let me nerd out for just a second on Ron Howard and that particular scene, that like the way like there's a there's a shot in Apollo 13 where the camera is doing like a just like a slow reveal of the rocket sitting on the you know on the launch pad. Yeah. And it's kind of panning out, showing you it and everything. I always envisioned him just, I wouldn't have even cared if he ripped that same shot and did it to where you replace that with the dark tower in the middle of the rose field. Mm -hmm. That would have been so fucking badass. And especially with the level of uh, CGI that one can do now, as opposed to back in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. It would have looked amazing. I think. I. I'm going to have to say my favorite, and it might not be everybody's favorite, is uh, A Beautiful Mind. That's the one. Oh, man. Kevin Spacey? No. Russell I mean, dude, just oh, okay. rattle, rattle off some of yeah, the Yeah, I need a list. Off. I don't know. Because, um, I mean, dude, I agree with you. That that was a great movie, too. All right. Uh, so we've got Splash, Cocoon. Gung Ho, Willow, Parenthood, Backdraft, Far and Away, The Paper, Apollo 13, Rants, Ed TV, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Beautiful Mind, The Missing, Cinderella Man, The Da Vinci Code, Frost, Nixon, Angels and Demons, The Dilemma, Rush, In the Heart of the Sea, Inferno, and the Han Solo movie. That Han Solo movie may take the cake. Yeah, Looks good. I mean, but he took. I mean, do Apollo thirteen. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, granted, granted, his when it comes to books, I was leery because the Dan Brown novels he did were kind of that was one of my dogs. <laughs> but uh, so I apologize ahead of time. Um. But the only one out, the only Dan Brown movie I watched was uh, the Da Vinci Code, and I was not really that impressed with Tom Hanks as Robert Langdon. I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, Period. For some reason, when I read the Da Vinci Code, as well as Inferno, or not Inferno, but uh, Angels and Demons, I always imagined Robert Langdon as like a Han Solo type. Not Han Solo, fucking Indiana Jones, right? But not, not as Hanks. not as not as art not as Tomb Raider ish, but you know, right? I really like. Uh, I really like a beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. I, I've I've watched that movie a lot. I completely forgot that he was doing Han Solo though. Yeah, I can't believe he did Ed TV. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, back to the poll. <laughs> yeah, right. We got on this fucking Back to the Future, fuck Ron Howard rabbit hole. It it happens, man. It happens. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I agree with Trav. Like, if he does it, then I would have a lot of faith in it. I'm gonna. All right. Within the next ten years. They're going to try something. It's going to happen. I mean, dude, 
Ready Player One, they talked about the DeLorean being in that for mm-hmm. fucking months before the movie even came out. You know what I mean? So it was in there for like two minutes. Oh, it's in there a pretty decent chunk. Like the race and everything. I went and watched. Is it one of the main characters, like main ride? Yeah, it's the main character's ride. So, and it's the um, the one with the... I, uh, I'm excited to watch the movie because I've had the book on backlog on my on my Kindle forever, but I never got around to reading it. And uh, so it, this is going to be exciting to watch a movie that I don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's, it was a change. A, it was fun. It was fun. I'll say that. Well, give I us, wanna, give us, uh, give us the stars. Star rating on it right now. Um, I need to watch it again, but if I had to rate it coming out of the theater, I would have gave it a full star. Uh huh. Because because it's just it pumps you up. There's something. Does it that, have? Does it leave you wanting does it more? Have, does it have the replay value that we were talking about either last week or the week before, where we were we were uh, either I was saying or one of us was saying that uh. You know, it's a movie you can watch over and over just to try to break down each frame where there's all the various different Easter eggs going on at once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The fucking, they go to the fucking, the Overlook. Like, they go to the hotel from the shine. I mean, I did not expect that at all, you know? And it looked just fucking like it did. It it looked so much like it. It was creepy. Does it? Creepy. I mean, is it is it just all over the place with what it references, or does it balance between like like it's like video games and movies, or is it just a little bit of everything? Literally, uh, it's a little bit of everything. Like from what I understand in the book, a lot of people choose their avatar as like famous actors or actresses and stuff like that. Well, of course, they couldn't get the rights to, you know, uh, get everybody to agree to share their likeness. You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, it references a lot, like pretty much from the 80s up. A lot of 80s heavy stuff, but all the way up into what would be our present day. Because, you know, the the movie takes place in the future. So, the guy pretty much added stuff until he died for the most part. So. It was good. I liked it. I recommend anybody that hasn't seen it to at least go check. I mean, just for the Iron Giant. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I I want there to be an Iron Giant live action movie so bad. Like, if any animated film needs to be why? turned into like, why that one? Yeah, this is the movie that with the Vin Diesel robot, right? Yeah, yeah. Cartoon. Because, yes. Why that one? Yeah. It's just so, uh, it's so human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's so, it, it's one of the few animated movies that I can watch and like it touched me in a special way, (laughs) (laughs) you know, not in a weird inappropriate way, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like E.T. with a robot. Yeah. So, I mean, why not, you know? I want Ron Howard to do that shit, you know? So. Right. But anyway, back to the pulp. Um, what's some of your guys, what's y'all's favorite story? 
Oh, well, I mean, <clears throat> my favorite, the, the, some of the best scenes of the movie is it's fucking uh, Samuel Jackson and John Travolta, man. I mean, when they go to Quentin's house. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. You know, I think, I think mine, mine's ties into Adams a little bit in that, even though it's a short-lived scene, and it doesn't mean that the other scenes are any less, no, no. you know. But I gotta say, the Mister Wolf scene's my favorite. Yeah. Talk fast to act fast. from from yeah from I mean from from dead Negro storage up to them <laughs> crushing the cars, man. Like they did it, you know. Yeah. That was a that was a funny that was a that whole scene was hilarious. Yeah. From the point where Jules said- Jules. Jules in the back where he's like, man, I ain't fucking cleaning up this brain matter. We're switching places. Like, Yeah, why am I on brain detail? That's what he said. I, I love it, that scene whenever it starts where he shoots him and he goes, oh, I just shot Marvin in the face. Yeah. He said, you did what? Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny, man. Marvin ain't here no more, man. <laughs> I just shot Marvin so I was in about the to face. Say, when he shoots him, they're just, how fucking cool they were about it, like, <laughs> like Samuel Jackson turned around and looked and was like, "Damn, you know, like, yeah, we're on a major highway in broad daylight." <laughs> he said, "We're in the valley. We ain't got any safe places down here." <laughs> <laughs> Let me call my buddy Jimmy. Oh fuck, dude, Jimmy! Yeah. <laughs> I love Jimmy, man. I want a Jimmy in every movie. Yeah, yeah. He said, "No, I don't like coffee." T- I yeah. know my coffee tastes good. I buy it. Yeah, my wife buys that shitty stuff. <laughs> I'm not worried about the coffee in my kitchen. Oh, good. I wish we could go there, you know? <laughs> I know, right? I want to. I mean, yeah, I know. Um, but no, that That's whole... the thing. Tarantino has so many good quotes that... Really, man? I think this is the movie that has... It's the most quotable movie. Yeah, it is. It's like it's just. Oh, full I'm sure. Of I, I'm sure in every mature rated trivia game, this there's a quote from Pit, Pulp Fiction. You know. Yeah. I the love that cheese one. Yeah. No, I love that that whole um, Antoine Rockamora, Tony Rocky Horror. That <laughs> he gave his uh, gave Marcel's wife a foot massage. He said. He said, just because you touch a woman's feet don't, don't mean that, that you need to be thrown through a glass fucking house fucking up the way a brother talks and shit. Oh, I love that fucking scene so much, man. It's fucking Sam Jackson. He sells it, you know? He's perfect. Right. I want to hang out with him. I want to hang out with him. So, I, I, I mean, I heard that he was a dick. Yeah. No well, shit. I mean, Listen, Jackson went to this movie premiere at this thing because he was in this little movie. Yeah. It was like a, you know, like a college film that was made. And um, it was at this place where they're having like some kind of little festival. And Sam Jackson was there. Like it was in Atlanta. And they like walked in the room and like tried to talk to him and shit. And he just blew him off, dude. Like, fuck off. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. Wow. He said, fuck that guy, man. He was a dick to me and my dad. Wow. I was like, damn. That's crazy. He might have just been having a bad day, you know? You think we can get him on the podcast? <laughs> I mean. Fuck no. <laughs> I, I mean, mean dude, I, when he said that, I was like, I can see that. 
I mean, yeah. he kind of has this, puts off this vibe, you know. Well, yeah. then I tried to tell him, I was like, look, man, when you're as famous as he is, like, he gets old. Yeah. You're just trying to hang out and scratch your balls, you know, like. <laughs> right. I mean, you always got to be on point, like, ready to fucking entertain some motherfuckers, like. Yeah. So just leave me alone. Let me chill. Like, I'm just watching some TV and fucking drink a beer, like. <laughs> fuck off. Um. How many movies you think he's been in? He's been in a shitload. Like, I mean, this is the man that pumps out eight movies a year. <laughs> he's got more movies than I'm the I'm going to say he's been in uh, around 80. What do you think, Trav? Uh, I'm going to say like 60-something. Mm. 176. God, damn. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, shit. He's, he's probably loaded, right? They call him the working man, dude. You want me to see what his net worth is? How much money did he make off of fucking snakes on a plane? <laughs> That's the thing about him, too, man. Is he'll do a shitty movie. Yeah. As long as, as long as that check clears. What do you think his net worth is? Um, As of May the 18th, 2017. Fifty-three million. What do you think, Trav? Net worth. Yeah. Uh, I'll say fifty. What'd you say, Adam? I said fifty-three. <laughs> this ain't the fucking prices, right, man? <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> I'll just say fifty-five. <laughs> Two hundred million. God, God damn! damn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was way off. Every time that, <laughs> that's like, and, and 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 that's not trying to that's not trying to underestimate. I just feel like actors would be in around the the double digit million net worth. You know, most yeah, yeah. Nah, Jackson. Man. Um. Every every time we see or I see Pulp Fiction mentioned, they always talk about cult film, cult class. I think that it's transcended that. You know what I mean? I mean, more, more people, in my opinion, has saw you, Pulp Fiction. Do you think that that label is like a backhanded compliment? Sometimes? Well, it's yeah, a cult so, classic. Yeah. It's like, uh, you're just kind of playing it off, like. Yeah. I think in the mid to late 90s, it was a cult yeah. classic. Yeah. But I think now, it's a fucking thing, dude. It's like, it's the thing. Yeah. I mean, like, this movie was ahead of its time. It was. And I don't think anything has really, realistically, came close to this. You know what I mean? Like, I do know what you mean. <laughs> I, I mean, there's been. Don't get me wrong. There's been some fantastic movies come out since since this movie, but but has anybody been able to accomplish this? Well, I mean, I, I just I don't. Book. I just I just don't feel like anyone can really write dialogue like Tarantino does, or put or put a scene together, or a shot. Yeah. This motherfucker is a director's director. Yeah. You know, like when he'll take he'll take small he'll take small talk and make it interesting. Just the scenes, yeah. man. 
the shots, the you know, the exterior, the fucking interior. I mean, the, I mean, I mean, prime example. Even though it's not Pulp Fiction, but in Reservoir Dogs, like the tippings for the bird scene. Yeah, dude, listen. I know we're gonna watch it next week, but that scene in Reservoir Dogs, where he ties that fucking cop to that chair, cuts his ear off, and walks outside. Yeah, gets to the trunk, and, the and he music. comes back in. Yeah, yeah, that scene's fucking great. Like. Yeah. That's classic, man. That's classic yeah. Tarantino. Like, yeah, oh, man, one Tarantino. Of the, one of the first build, one of the first like movie scenes I ever remember being like, if I could make a movie, I would rip off this scene. It would always have been something like that, all the way down to like as he gets away further away from the radio, it gets quieter and quieter. Where he, yeah. he goes outside, you don't hear anything, and um, he comes back in and it's still playing. You know, yeah. Was, I mean, sorry. No, it just doesn't skip a beat. It's perfect, you know? Growing up, I always saw Pulp Fiction, like in the video store. I just remember the cover, you know, with her sitting on the bed. Yeah. All that shit around her. So, I, you know, I see it all the time. But the first one that I saw was Reservoir Dogs. Really? Yeah, I was, uh, I don't know if it was on TV or something, but I remember I was at my dad's house. and uh, My stepmom was young, you know, at that time. It was in the early, you know, in the... Like 97, something like that. Yeah. She was watching it on TV, and I was just sitting there, like, mouth breathing, like, <laughs> what you know, is like this? this is fucking good. Yeah. And it wasn't until years later that I found out about, uh, you know, like, Pulp Fiction and stuff. Like, this, like, Tarantino was the motherfucker, you know? Well, and like, it's, the motherfucker. Well, it's it's hard for a director to release something. It's kind of like musicians, right? Or a band. You find a band and you listen to a couple of songs and you're like, this is incredible. Yeah. You go down the rabbit hole. Go down you the listen. discography. Yeah, you listen. And Tarantino's one of those few directors. His discography is amazing. It's the it's a perfect song. Even the movies you don't like, you're going to like. Yeah, they're good. They're mm-hmm. good. I mean, has he made a bad movie? Travis, don't answer that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, really, has he made a bad movie? No. I mean, no. I mean, who you else can say that? I mean, not fucking Peter Jackson. <laughs> and that's somebody that's put making bank. Tarantino yeah. makes good money. Yeah. But even his little side projects, you know, fucking Death Proof and uh, even, uh, what's it? Uh, I saw... From Dust Till Dawn before I ever saw any of the other motherfucking movies. Like I remember watching that like when it came out. That's a great movie. I, mean, I had no idea. We should have picked that one too. That should have been yeah. in there. I haven't watched that movie. Dude, I saw that. We I, we had it when I when I was a kid. We had a copy. Yeah. So I've seen it, you know, and then like there's Tarantino playing the fucking creepy perv. Didn't he write the it? fucking mouthpiece in him and uh, what's his name? Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, like they kind of wrote it together. Like Tarantino did most of the writing, because let's face it, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, <laughs> he directed it, and then, you know, Tarantino kind of wrote, like they came together on it, like, we, need, we should do a fucking vampire flick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got this fucking story about this. Great fucking, fucking movie. One of my favorite scenes is fucking uh, Cheech Marin. Oh, pussy, Big pussy, red pussy. pussy. <laughs> he said, if you can find ch- pussy cheaper anywhere else, <laughs> I just remember that scene, and then fucking um, uh, old cock, gun cock, like 
Yeah. Oh, uh, sex, sex machine. machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever that uh, something was going on, they put his foot between his legs. He just that fucking dick popped out. <laughs> I was just like, That's fucking cool. Yeah. The two the two scenes I remember the most from that movie is the opening with uh, Michael Parks. Oh, when in the store. Yeah. And then um, the scene whenever they get back to the hotel. And he's uh, George Clooney's talking to the the woman that they took hostage, older Mexican lady. It gives me chills, dude. She was sitting chills. on the end of the bed, and he's like, "If things gonna be what all you- right, I'm I'm gonna go uh, go do this." Is was it Jimmy? Was his name Jimmy? Uh, something like that. Gecko, Gecko brother. Yeah, but he, his name like uh, he's like he's gonna well, stay here with. And then when he came back, wait, what do you mean, Michael just, Parks? Michael Parks is in at the beginning of uh He was the cop. Remember the cop that walks in there is talking to the guy in the store and George Clooney and Tarantino's like in the back room holding somebody fucking hostage? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Michael Parks yeah, is I like, remember that. goddamn crazy guys out here. Yeah. Since bitches come through here, I'm gonna get them. <laughs> Didn't they shoot him because uh, he said that? Yeah. My Rick. favorite scene from from Dust Hold On was uh had to be in the the hallway scene where Clooney gives Harvey Keitel the mean motherfucking servant of God speech. Yeah, yeah. And then they kick that fucking door open and just start fucking laying waste to those vampires. Yeah. They brandish all those crazy-ass improv weapons. Yeah. <laughs> that was all. That 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 speech was awesome. He goes, he's like a normal man cannot um, bless water and turn it into a weapon. You know, like that whole spill was just credible you know what i mean you know that uh that changed his career like before that clooney was a doctor yeah on er or something like that like that that was the first time he like stepped out of his fucking comfort zone and he fucking nailed it man yeah he's really good in that movie he's cool man he's like he he's not sam jackson cool but he's he's like (laughs) stepdad cool yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> stepdad that don't kick your yeah, ass. Yeah, like cool. stepdad that like found your weed one time. He's like, "Oh, that's cool, man. Go ahead. Here's, here's an extra twenty. You know? Yeah, burn down. <laughs> here's an extra twenty. <laughs> Here you go. Um, yeah, that's a great movie. I watched that yeah. one a lot. Wait, but I saw really? that like when it came out. Like it hit VHS. Yeah, picked that one up at the B Buster. <laughs> the bee busted. Let's see. It was written by Tarantino and uh, Robert Kurtz. Who? Robert Kurtz. Like fucking zombie? No. Yeah. I mean, his no, name not Robert Kurtzman. Oh, no, but, but Robert Kurtzman. Kurtzman. But Kurtzman does. I believe he has some credits as like some uh, special effects. I think. I mean, yeah, his name sounds familiar. He, d- he does he, a lot of he did a lot of zombie uh, or a lot of is that the like guy that does stuff. is that the guy that did fucking Kevin Smith shit yeah yeah, yeah made the fucking Tusk costume and shit yeah I mean he's done you name it I mean he a lot did of creature yoga. feature yeah he did the fucking yoga feature. hosers he did Tusk it follows Jen Oz the Great and Powerful Texas Chainsaw Three D yeah uh, Children of the Corn Boogeyman Three Bad Boys 2, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Like, these are all special effects credits. He's got um, four writing credits. 
So his fucking special effects in that movie were fucking good. Yeah, they were great. He he directed Wishman. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he did the movie where the lawyer fucks the guy. The lawyer <laughs> fucks himself. Yeah, Wishman. I think that was like Wishmaster Four. Yeah, he directed the first. Like, did he come up with that? Was that like his idea? Let's see. He directed it, and Peter Atkins wrote it. Listen, man, I was at my grandmother's house. She was watching that movie. He was like, I wish my lawyer would go fuck himself. And then he like, <laughs> that guy was like, ah, ah, and his legs went up behind him, and he started fucking himself. Yeah. And when I left there, I went, to, I went to Travis, and I was like, we have to get this movie. You have to see this. Remember? And, and it's funny because I remember that day because we went and fucking rented it. We went and found it, dude. <laughs> like, I was like, you have to see this. Yeah, I think it took us like two different video stores before we found it. The movie gallery had it. Maybe, oh, even, maybe even Hood's drugstore. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure that one it was a direct to video. I think wasn't Wishmaster always direct to video? I think, or was so. it just the first one that had a theatrical release? Probably the first one did. Then they were just like, oh yeah, about that. Uh, yeah. But we watched it and was just like, that's crazy. And then that scene happens, and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy. Funny. So, um, I mean. Is there anything else, you know, that we can say? Well, about? I mean, well, I mean, dude, with Pulp Fiction, I mean, you got to go a little further on the Butch story, man. The classic pocket watch moment with Christopher Walken. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> dude. I mean. <clears throat> Christopher Walken, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Walken. Yeah. Space. <laughs> um, and so I was I was in the wall for two years uh, with this, this pocket watch up my ass. Yeah. I mean, dude. How do you fucking make this shit up? You know what I mean? How do you make that up? I don't know. Like, who would think of that? He's just sitting there, like, little fucking little dude sitting there staring at him. And he's like, this watch. Or this, or like the scene when, uh, <clears throat> when Butch and his girl make it to, uh, the, you know, they get to the hotel room and the next day happens and he finds out she forgot the watch and he freaks out at first and he's like you know he he forgives her but then it just cuts immediately to his car like fuck it stupid bitch i made you say the words like just yeah oh i've been there yeah i've been there i've all been there yeah you're just like you want to get out for a second and then the whole time you're like beating the shit out of your steering wheel i've been there unfortunately um you know I mean that that that's a part of life. I mean everyone does. Oh, it's okay, but like, wait, regardless babe, of, he's like, baby, baby, it's all right. It's yeah. It's meanwhile, okay. he wanted to choke that bitch. Some pancakes. Well, he knew and, by going back to get it. It's like oh, I'm fucking get killed. Yeah. I mean, yeah they're gonna be waiting on me, which they were. And then we get, and then we get probably the most out of blue death scene ever. Yeah, that was so random. Uh, did not ex. Uh, you know. Uh, Going back to the first time I watched it, uh, didn't expect to just see uh, Vincent get blown right off the toilet. Which is crazy. It's crazy to think about because he he was in Amsterdam for, what, five years? Yeah, he Mm -hmm. made that real clear. (laughs) He didn't quit talking about that shit. And then he came back, and he was in town for like two days and got killed. You know what I mean? There was no divine intervention there. Well, do you think that, okay, if Jules wouldn't have 
because that obviously takes place after because they run into Butch at that bar. That's where it shows them taking the briefcase to Marcellus yeah. Wallace, right? So, all right. So to go back in with a couple of these theories we've been talking about, them returning his soul back to him maybe gave, gave him some compassion. That's what kept Butch alive in the end. On the end, I mean, he he saved dudes from they were fucking him. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. That's, that's, I mean you'd be you'd be saving, you'd be happy, you'd be like, look, I'm about to call some real oh. hard hitting pop hitting. And what's interesting to note too, and this is what a lot of a lot of fans probably know as well. If you recall, and we'll probably bring it up again in uh, next week's episode, but um, Mr. Yellow, who is Michael Madsen's character in Reservoir Dogs, yeah. I can't remember his actual name, but they do bring it up in the film before he gets hired. He yeah. is Vincent Vega's brother. Yeah, the Vega the, brothers. Big Vega. So the events, so Reservoir Dogs takes place in the same universe as Pulp Fiction. But I guess all these movies do. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the breakdown. It's interesting. I mean, I, Depressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but do you think that if Jules wouldn't have had his epiphany with the divine intervention, he would have been at the apartment? He could have possibly kept uh, Vincent from getting killed or he would have got killed himself. You know what I mean? This is some I mean, it, level yeah. thinking. I mean, it very well could have been because yeah, maybe that intervention was down to Jules. Well, and he tried to get him to, I mean, he didn't really pressure him, but he's like, I got to get out of here. Like this is and not to me that, And that's one of the things I liked about, about the film too, because even though it had a nonlinear thing going on, you know, eventually throughout the movie, they start having that ideological debate about you know miracles and shit like that yeah and especially with the ending scene with them in the diner which which is pretty much just the end of the first to the you know the cold opening so between some of these scenes there were it was years no at all no just different times of the day actually because i was like that was new to me because because the, the beginning of the film and the ending of the film take place after the events of the middle of the film. Right. Well, well, does, all right. So doesn't like, if we're going to take it this way, so you've got them go to the apartment, get the briefcase. They leave. Marvin gets shot in the face. They go to Jimmy's house. The wolf shows up. They clean the cart. They go to the bar to meet Marcellus Wallace. There's dude. There's dude. No, they go to the diner. Well, yeah, they go to the diner and then they, they go. Have the, so the diner is not. Let's see, if we were to put it in chronological order, because the Butch fight happens that night whenever he's taking Mia Wallace out. Uh, he was supposed to take a fall, yeah. and he didn't. Right? Yeah. So the Butch story is actually the beginning, while Jules and Vincent are out looking for the briefcase. No. Well, no. The Butch no, story Vincent dies. Last. Yeah. The Butch story would happen last. Like, if we... If we fo- no, the Butch story is running parallel to the end of the movie, which is the end of Jules and them story. The end of Jules' story is the beginning of Butch's, and Vincent's spans over the course of both. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
because once Jules leaves the scene, that's where the fight's that night. He tells him to take the dive. He doesn't take it. He wakes up the next morning, goes to his hotel or to his apartment. Vincent's in there. He kills him. Gets because his watch. the night before, yeah, because during the night that was the Vincent mm. Mia date. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't they pay him to take a dive? Yeah, yeah. He, he was going to do it, but then he didn't stop, right? Well, he they, they gave the it. They gave him. him. That's right. Yeah, and they gave it to him. Well, yeah, yeah, because he got the cash earnings. Yeah. So and he wired the money to like whoever it was in Tennessee. They they bet on eight. He got with eight different bookies and bet all that money away, and then he cleared however much he cleared. That's their that was his story is to try to get to Tennessee without getting killed. Which my thing is, is let's be honest. All right, if Adam is Marcellus Wallace, do right? I look like a bitch? <laughs> I ain't trying to fuck you like one. I know that. And Which now that I think about it, it would have been funny if somewhere in in, in Inglorious Bastards we would have got to see the pocket watch scene. Oh my God! Uh, why did he yeah. do that? I know, like random. Right? I mean, what if it's, it's in a there, very, dude, you don't even know it's a. It's a very gross, pointless scene to have, but people who watch Pulp Fiction would have been like, "Oh fuck!" Like this well, is like it would have been even funny. It had a, it would have had a more comedic impact. Well, if you think about it, like, isn't uh, Christopher Walken coming back from the Vietnam War? Yeah, yeah. Remember, his his granddad bought it whenever he went to World <laughs> War World War Two, so his granddad would have been in Glorious Bastard. You know what now, I mean? I'm not trying. I'm not trying to incite any racial thing, but <laughs> no, I'm re- no, I'm, 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 I'm really not. But it's part of the dialogue. That's why I'm saying this up front. <laughs> I'm just, and that. if I'm, if I'm wrong, I am so sorry on so many levels. But I want to say Christopher Walken said that it was him and him shooting gooks. Oh, that's now okay. you can say that. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, here's now. This shows my ignorance. What is a gook? What is that that's supposed to be? Vietnam. The, the like that's the Charlie slope heads. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just sandbags. Slant eyes. Well, I'm just okay. Cheeks. So yeah, you're right. It was Vietnam, so it wouldn't have been. But damn it, that would have been awesome. Hold on, let me let me look. It was Vietnam. Oh. He he's right. And no, he but he's, the... but he said his granddad bought it when he went to World War Two, and then brought it home, put it in a coffee can, and then when his dad. So let's see. Hold on. Them sinuses fucking me up, guys. I hear it. Um. Uh well, I don't see anything. You're right. I mean, he went he went to Vietnam, but his dad, I think, was in World War. He's like, this watch went through these wars. Yeah, it went through so many wars. You know, it was in some asses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah. a fucking a great story. Like, yeah, great story. No, he should have done that. He should have had one of the inglorious bastards just wearing that watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all he would have had to do. Just have like done. A, do a close up on the watch and pull out. Well, well, be there. well, the only two people that survived was the dude from the office and uh, BJ Novak. Brad Pitt. Yeah, BJ Novak and Brad Pitt, right? Hope so, it's Brad Pitt. <laughs> I know, right? 
Which what I mean, it could make sense because he said he was going back to Tennessee and um Brad Pitt? No, in uh Pulp Fiction. Oh. He said he's going to Tennessee. So he knows people from Tennessee. Maybe he grew up in that area. And then Aldo Rain grew up in the Appalachian Mountains, right? Mm-hmm. So see, dog. I mean, we're fucking real we're estate theories. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, that would have been clever. I mean, I'm just I don't even know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't even know. All right. Um, so before we rate it, what about this Gimps? Oh my God. This shit got real weird real quick with Zed, Mr. Soon to be dead (laughs) rapist here. Um, and racist. Yeah. Rapist, racist. Yeah. That's the worst kind of rapist. Racist (laughs) rapist. Wasn't too racist. He was, he wasn't, he wasn't too racist. Yeah, right. <laughs> wasn't, that Tar- wasn't that Tarantino in the leather? Was it? Oh my God. I mean, if it was, it makes sense. He's a freak. He played a good <laughs> gimp. He did. He's done it before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you going to tie the gimp up? If he's, why? Well, all right, first of all, why did they bring him out? So he could watch. Yeah. But they didn't take him in the room with him. They're in the weird door was, shit, dude. <laughs> the door, well, the door was closed. So if you're going to get the gimp out to watch this guy, why are you going to chain him up? Is he going to run off? He looks right, in a He's mob. like a dog. <laughs> they had I mean, to make so he can make noise, but they just didn't listen. Well, yeah, that's true. I think that's just what they're into, man. It's some like freaky fetish shit. Yeah. I don't know. But they had that. He, they had him in a in a plywood box. With bars <laughs> over the top, yeah, right. of it. like what the hell, man? And who he looked like the sa- he looked like the sampler for um, Slipknot without the needles. Oh shit, <laughs> Sid! <laughs> yeah, his name uh, Sid. Now nah, one thirty Wilson, right? Sid Wilson. I don't know. There's oh. too many of. No, nah, Sid's the DJ. It's the other right. guy. Oh, damn. <laughs> Travis dropping some slip knot. The DJ knowledge. and the sampler? Oh, yeah. Some slip knowledge? Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> slip knowledge? <laughs> slip knowledge. <laughs> that that could a be fucking... a fucking college course. Like, <laughs> If that's not a fucking live DVD or a documentary, slip knowledge? I'm no, going to fucking sue somebody. I'll join the college if they're like, welcome to Sliptology 101. Yeah. They get, they bring a different band member each week to teach the class. class Corey Taylor shows weeks. up. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Taylor <laughs> and his fucking neck shows up. Right. Everybody, like he's perched out by a pond. All the people are sitting around. He's giving a lecture. Yeah. Now he does that, that Omega thing. <laughs> oh, he's, God. He's breaking down the lyrics. Can't see California without my brothers. He's like, now what I'm talking about here is <laughs> when you're in California. I have a question, <laughs> sir. Is um, <laughs> does your neck hurt? It's really big. Yeah, yeah. Is that all muscle? It, it looks like he ties fucking uh, dumbbells <laughs> to his head and just fucking kettlebells. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> his, he fucking ties him to his fucking forehead and just pulls him up all day long. <laughs> He's got those forehead crunches. <laughs> oh my god. He's fucking neck strong for sure. Neck strong? Yeah. Look at him. It's gonna be traps, follow up, hit song, neck neck strong. Neck, neck strong. strong to take on anyone. <laughs> so uh I mean y'all wanna rate it? Yeah. I mean, well, since you won, Adam, you know. Well, like, this is one of the movies here that, like, changed the way I look at movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this was the movie where I was just like, I don't know, man. All of his movies are really good, but this one was special. Yeah, it is. Like, this movie made me want to make a movie, you know? Yeah. Like dude. I saw Pulp Fiction and I was just like, God damn, like I gotta get a camera stand. Yeah. Like <laughs> damn, I wish I wish I knew like thirty people that would be into making a movie because Yeah, we could make it holy happen. shit. So dude, I I mean I give it a star all day. Like this movie just I don't know, man, it was a game changer for me. Yeah. Like you know, it was one of those movies and I'm not talking about like when I was ten, I watched it and I thought that. You know, I watched it when I was younger, but then later on in life, you go back and it's like, oh, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Well, it, 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 offers, it like that. It offers so much, like just from a filmmaking perspective, from a writing perspective, from an acting perspective, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, from, from comedy. It's fucking, drop, a fucking, this is a movie's movie. It's a movie. Sense. Yeah. It's a movie made for for direct. Yeah, basically. just someone that's like, if you're into fucking film, you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, then you're not into film. I mean, you know I've, heard they, I've heard they have full classes dedicated oh, to analyzing yeah, in college. I mean. I don't doubt that one bit. It's a I mean, fucking workshop. Imagine? Yeah. Let's right, take that, that group of people. Yeah, right. 30 Charleses. <laughs> I imagine 30 solo monks hanging around. Yeah. Actually, what happened in this scene was shut the fuck up. Click, click, pow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Shoot him. yeah. But it, for well, real, like, I'm not even bullshitting. Like, that's why I picked Tarantino, because I've always, you know, shit, I know yeah. as long as y'all have known me, you know, me and Tarantino's been like this, and y'all can't yeah. see it, but I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> Yo, like, bro. hey, you know, it's like one of those things where, like, you know, back when YouTube first, like, started popping, like, I was going around looking for fucking interviews, videos, like, anything I get my hands on. Yeah. I was like, I want to know everything about this motherfucker. Like, I want to hear everything he's got to say. Which is a lot. I'm going to be honest with you, though, man. Like, 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 if I had a chance to meet him, don't know if I would. I wouldn't. I think he's a dick, man, and I don't want to fuck it up for me, like. He'd well, be a dick to me, and I'd just be like, God damn, like, <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? Like, yeah, like the, what we have now <laughs> yeah. is working for me. Yeah. I just feel like I if he it. had a chance to meet him, he'd be like a fucking, you know, he, he's possibly a prick. Yeah. Possibly. Poss- well, possibly. he's one He's one of those people, like, there's, there's a few, like, celebrities, musicians, whatever, that I'm like, I respect this person so much, I'm not going to fucking harass him. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, 
if they oh, came yeah. up to me, if you saw like them in public, yeah, I give him the nod. The yeah, I like your shit. Like nod. Fucking that that nod that he gets fucking daily. Yeah, yeah. But if I was sitting at a low bar, down fan, you know, low down fan, like yeah. But if I was sitting at a bar and he rolled up next to me, and a, a natural conversation occurred, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I would enjoy it. Would you try to get a snapshot? Uh, probably not. I mean, I'd probably take my phone out and hit record so I could fucking prove yeah, get the audio. Yeah, cause yeah. who's going to believe that? Yeah. Right. But I wouldn't be like, Hey man, can I get a picture? Can you fucking sign my fucking Pulp Fiction fucking Blu-ray? <laughs> Let me go back fucking to my house. Pulp Fiction hoodie. Yeah. Like, come on. Like I wouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? But I would just, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it's different. Like there's, I don't know. Like whenever I was younger, I wanted to meet people. Yeah. Fans, yeah. actors, you know, whatever. And then, I don't know, as, as I get older, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to bother them. You know, if they come up to me and was like, Hey man, what's up? That's one thing, but I don't want to go out of my way to, to like, because they hear it all what the time. What you mean, dude? Like, yeah. Like they, you know, they just every day. Yeah, That's what I was saying day. about Sam Jackson. It's like, dude. You know, yeah. Give Bad me a fucking break. Like, yeah. It's fucking eight thirty in the morning, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Too early. I for can't this. be dealing with this fangirl shit right now. <laughs> I get it. It's yeah. cool that we met, but I don't give a fuck. Like Yeah, I'm not gonna remember your face. I'm trying to eat some McDonald's. Yeah. Trying to get fat. So, uh, he's one of those we, people, man. Like, yeah, he's my fucking, you know, yeah. Tarantino's a shit. All right. What about, all right. If you, if you're fucking somewhere, right. And you see Tarantino and you see Kevin Smith, which one are you going to approach? I feel like Kevin Smith would handle it a little better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he'd be cool with it. Well, I feel like I know it. Yeah. We you got know? more to talk about. Yeah. Um, like, I kind of know what fucking Tarantino's about, just from what, you know, some people say. I wish he had a podcast. I do, too. I mean, I wish. Could you imagine that shit? It'd be What's like four hours long an episode. <laughs> yeah. What's up, you motherfuckers? Welcome to my motherfucking podcast. Um, all right, Trav. What you, what you going to rate it? Full star, man. Um, there's really nothing I can say that you guys haven't already touched on, dude. I mean, it's, it's one of those that chances are everyone's got it. Um, I don't know, man. It's just one of those, it's one of those films, dude, that it, it makes me want more. Yeah. I would love a Pulp Fiction too, but I'm so content with watching the original over and over that it doesn't need it. I don't. I don't even know how you would sequelize. It. I mean, it I mean, just like, more. It just just more to... stories, just done in that form. You know what I mean? Like, right. doesn't have to connect that all. Wouldn't it be crazy if he kept releasing anthology, just with his character interact? I still want that fucking. Uh, I mean, wouldn't it be cool if that was his last film? He just bookends it with Pulp Fiction too. Mm. I don't think 
He's not much of a sequel fucking dude. He did Kill Bill 2, but Kill Bill is because it was a fucking one movie. Yeah. Uh, he brought that in one movie. And they're like, uh-uh. Harvey was like, you're fucking killing me, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. And it's Tarantino, man. So when he wants a fucking $2 million guitar on set, he gets it. <laughs> and we smash that fucker. Not anymore. <laughs> For real. Uh-uh. Um, well, I mean, of course, I'm going to have to give it the coveted three stars, you know, five stars total, because it's, it's timeless, man. This movie is going to live forever, forever. This is going to be, this is going to be Citizen Kane. This is going to be fucking going with the wind. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it already sets the standard for so many other films and other, you know, other styles. Yeah. So, um, you know. So, um, have you guys watched anything recently? No, but I heard that you did. What did I watch? Uh, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. We already talked about that. Um, I, I did watch something else, though. Uh, A Cure for Wellness. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. movie. It was, it was pretty crazy. I liked it though. I mean, was it good? Yeah, it's a weird good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of moving pieces comes together nice. Enjoyed it. If you get a chance, check it out. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and, and who? Oh, yeah, who I remember directed that. Um, oh, uh, the dude who did Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Darren. Darren Nosky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember he, back in uh, no. you know, fucking a minute ago, we fucking watched the trailer on the podcast. Like, it wasn't it wasn't that movie, or it wasn't that director. Hold on, it was uh fucking Gore Verbinski. Ah, close enough. Another weird name. <laughs> yeah. What a name. Yeah, Gore. Al Gore Verbinski. I thought it was. I thought it was crazy how. Uh... It was. I mean, it's a classic something in the water movie. Yeah, but it wasn't oh a fucking man fish. <laughs> Thank God. My downstairs mix up. Yeah, I'm a scaly man fish. Come He's on, Greg. Gore Verbinski's from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. What? Yeah. Right. He's a good old boy. How did that happen? Oh, fucking no. So what's the got- movie? I mean, there's something in the water. Well, well, I mean, it's yeah. You you can probably break it down better since it's fresher on your mind, Griff. All right, it's got the kid from Chronicle, the uh, bad guy. Yeah, the the main character. Yeah, uh, he's a uh, he works for he's on Wall Street. Fucking workaholic. He's yeah, Wolf for Wall. He's Wolf of Wall Street kind of kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, the one of the shareholders for this company went to um, this other country. I can't remember where it was, but like, it's like a resort. Like he's, he's been on holiday. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) And it's like a psychiatric hospital kind of, but it's not, it's, it's weird, but it's, it's just a place for where rich people go and like kind of retire. Yeah. Like they cut themselves Uh, off. 
yeah, there's no internet. There's no cell service. Like you, like once you get past a certain point going towards the facility, cell service is kaput. Yeah. And, uh, through a, a series of unfortunate events, he winds up staying there. Mm-hmm. Like you check in, but you don't check out kind of place. Yeah. And it just kind of goes down the rabbit hole from there. There's a conspiracy going on and like all this crazy shit's going on. And it's about hydrotherapy. Yeah. A lot of people telling him he needs to be well, he's not well and he needs to drink the water. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty, pretty cray. There's something in the water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, does it make people, does it fix people? Soil ain't green, man. No. Uh, it doesn't fix them at all. But the guy's trying to fix something. It gets fucking weird. <laughs> it gets real fucking weird there for a Did minute. Did you watch that? Um, I was just skimming through stuff that I haven't watched yet. That's been and in the that, bank a minute. Yeah, and that well, was one of them. You guys, I remember you guys, we'd watched the trailer for it, and then y'all downloaded it. I yeah. remember watching it when it got out because y'all hooked me up with a copy. Yeah. Once I still got it somewhere. That was that was just one of those that I'm like, I want to watch something where, I, it's I, definitely a rainy day movie, but it's not a reg- it's not a regrettable watch. No, not at all. <laughs> a regrettable <laughs> watch. Yeah. Now, does it have a? Can you revisit it? Yeah, it's one of those movies that, like, once you figure out what's going on, it, it'll be fun to go back and rewatch it so that you can Try see to, all the moving pieces yeah. come together. Once more you figure like the you mind can, fuck of it all. Yeah. You can pick out, you could probably like try to find places where the foreshadowing kicks in more. Yeah. Uh, you mean so like shutter Island? <laughs> it was, it's kind of like shutter Island, but really? better. Yeah. yeah well, kinda. I didn't say it much, but it's not a, but it's not a memory loop. <laughs> no, it's not a memory loop, but it has that same feeling where like they're on an Island. Well, it's not an Island, but they're on like a mountain. And like everybody's acting fucking weird, and the one guy's like freaking out the whole time and trying all to the nurses are like, out. All, like it has like this weird nineteen fifties forties look, you know? Yeah, it does. It takes place in present day. It's crazy. Yeah, when you watch the trailer, that's what it looks like. It looks like it's old. Like, no, nah, it's, it's this place like a like where you go to. Yeah, to get well. Yeah, and oh, when boy, you do, yeah, boy, do they ever. <laughs> I gotta so, see it. It's good though, man. It's worth it's worth the it's worth the um, Google. I'm not sure if we were recording at the time, but you guys should watch the accountant when you get the the chance. That was a pretty good movie. On a scale of one it. to ten, uh, I'd give it an eight. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, well, I, I mean, I, if the foreshadowing of the way the end kind of comes together wasn't so obvious, it probably would have been a ten. Wow. Hmm. Um, um, for the type of movie that it is, uh, it held my attention for the length that it was. How long was it? About a good two-hour movie. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. How did that yeah, do? Um, it's uh oh, he did great. But I mean, like I was telling you guys earlier, it's pretty much like Batman meets Jason Bourne in a good way. Who you that think sounds would, awesome? Who would win in a fight? Batman, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bruce Wayne or uh, Jason Bourne? Yeah. I don't know about the apples. What are we going to do? 
<laughs> applesauce, applesauce bitch. bitch. Well, I mean, it, it always people, be Batman. Right? It would be a bat. It would be Batman simply because. Batman, well, man, because. Well, he's a he's a master of he's literally a master of every fighting style, which means whatever fighting style that Bourne knows, Batman's mastered it. He can counter everything, and we're I mean we're dealing with two highly fictitious characters, so we have to throw that in there. Well, Batman's there might real. be a Batman. <laughs> there Bat- might be Batman a- would Batman would win because he's that's why he's fucking Batman because he's a master of all the martial arts and everything he does. <laughs> like, Fuck Superman up. Didn't he though? He went fucking dark night on his. Superman's yeah. just got gravity on his side. Oh, ooh. So, have you watched anything, Adam? Anything out? Not of really, man. I've been working. So. Yeah, I know how that is. I, uh, Atlanta started back season two. I, I watched a couple episodes of that. I gotta check that. It's out. Good show, dude. Uh, what you call it? Silicon uh, Valley started back, but I haven't watched them. There's like four of them out. Oh. Swap board? Uh, wor- yeah. <laughs> Word on the web is that the sci-fi Krypton TV show is actually not that bad. Hmm. How I feel yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of lore has come to a head than than they thought it would. Like uh, apparently, at this point, they're fighting Brainiac. Yeah, I heard heard that was happening, which is crazy. They don't have any powers, though. Mm, yeah, the people on Krypton like they don't have powers, yeah. right? No. They're not super people. They're not supposed to have powers anyway. But I'm sure they're just extremely skilled warriors. I'm sure there's a lot of like well, really cool technology too. Uh, yeah, have so, I mean, I'm sure technology. I'm sure there's a get around. Be but uh, I still, I still <laughs> plan on, I still plan on giving that a watch when when more episodes are out. I remember when they were talking about it coming out. It was like, uh, yeah, why? maybe. <laughs> right. Um, I think I'm gonna go watch a Quiet Place soon. Um, Certified Fred. The guy in here earlier that said he went and watched it the other day. He didn't like, but that don't mean much. <laughs> right. So it's uh, it's like 97 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it looks like it's one of those films that either you're going to get it and enjoy what the movie has to offer, or you won't. You won't like it, you know. I think I like it. I'm interested I'm, to see it. I'm interested to see it because the movie's been hopped to hell and back. Um, I mean that's pretty much. I don't really have much news or anything. Like, well, I'll drop that little trailer. Or did you check that out? Oh no, I have not. Let me That's the new uh, Terry Gillum film. Let's see. You wanna you wanna watch it together before we go out? Uh sure. Adam mm-hmm. Driver in it. I like Adam Driver. They've been working on this movie for twenty years. That's fucking nuts. Watch it. Right. You guys ready? ready? Hold on just a second, guys. I'm loading on this in. It might take me a second. What 
they say that uh that movie for with um Joaquin Phoenix is certified fresh too. It looks good. Always a toss up with him though. You might get another master. God. <laughs> What's his name was good in that movie though? Uh didn't that have a I'm gonna hurt her. I'm gonna find her to hurt her. <laughs> I, it did. I'm gonna find You know what I'm talking about? I'm gonna hurt yeah. her. I'm gonna hurt her. Capote? That movie was garbage, man. I watched <laughs> that. People love that movie. Capote? It sucks, dude. He played a good he was a good like character actor in it. Like he did a good job. Like Yeah. He had this weird voice. Have you seen it? Oh, I have. I watched it, man. <laughs> I mean, he's a good actor. Philip Seymour Hoffman was good. Yeah, God rest his soul. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having trouble on my end. I'm just probably going to have to sit it out while y'all watch it. Damn it, man. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, play. Shit, this looks like fun. fucking... <laughs> yeah. I said it, I figured you'd like it. Sancho? Giant with arms six miles long. She is in terrible danger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Is that the bear? I see the love light in your eyes. Uh, Ooh, that I guy's think... not alive, is he? Yeah, I don't think so. Come to restore the lost age of chivalry. Well, I wrote that. Blasphemer of our God in heaven. This looks amazing. That doesn't like you. Cannot read. I will sound the words. And you can look at the pictures. He actually believes he's done guilty. This is going to be fun. He's a sentence. Oh shit! That looks great. What's up with that? I don't know, but what I'm that smell like? Yeah, smells like fucking Adam Driver. Yeah, he looks like he smells weird. <laughs> you know what I mean, I bet his mustache smells super weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that looks fucking Baron. Yeah, I'm ready. Baron movie. Hello. We can make a. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. Well, it's about that time for me. Fortunate. But uh, what are we watching next week? Um, um, yeah. What? Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Wait. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a minute. No. We didn't podcast this past week, but that's because I was trying to stretch my win out. <laughs> trying to stretch out that victory lap yeah right sorry guys ah it's cool sorry not sorry <laughs> but yeah same podcast time same podcast channel yeah we'll be real here estate, real estate com. yeah no it's not a real thing it'll be 
Someone's yeah. gonna buy it and redirect it to Pornhub. Oh yeah, pandas fucking best, or something. Best day ever. <laughs> All right, guys, keep it real. <laughs>